Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning. How is everybody on this day? We are under a huge storm warning. It's been snowing just slightly, not a lot, but I was supposed to be at an appointment in Edmonton today, but I canceled because I do not want to be on the highways if there's a storm warning. A storm. And I've been on the highways when there was a storm and it's just not pretty and it wasn't an urgent appointment, so we're okay. But I have to tell you, it always feels like I feel guilty of canceling on someone. Even though not canceling, the consequences could be way more detrimental to my health and well-being than canceling and rescheduling is. But we, we do that to ourselves, don't we? We get in that energy of not wanting to disappoint someone, not wanting to upset them. But really, canceling for any reason is okay. I have clients who cancel and reschedule with me, and I can tell by their energy that they're nervous and they're like worried about disappointing me, but it's, it's, that's not it. I would rather you... Be prepared and bring your best energy when working with me than for you to bring the energy of, oh, I'm just going to make this work, even though I'm not sure if I even want to be here. Does that make sense? It does fit in with my topic today, too, using your voice in a positive way. Well, if your gut feeling says, oh, just need to reschedule because I, you know, have this going on or this going on, and you should honor that, right? Believe me, I'm not going to tell you no. <laughs> the whole point of my business is to teach us to be more in tune with our soul and our intuition. I'm not going to say no, don't trust it. Oh, come on, just come anyway, it'll be fine. I would never say that, and I don't. And I can tell with my clients that a lot of times they're surprised. Oh, I mean, it's okay to cancel with you? Absolutely. It's even okay if you cancel and I never hear from you again. Because what I offer as a service is about you, not about me. And in that, you know, energy, I do want to talk about using your voice in a positive way. So let's be real. Our world is so chaotic. All of this stuff coming out of the entertainment industry right now about the gentleman who abused his position, allegedly, I'll say. We all know it's true. And um, used his power to coerce women into things that they didn't want to do. I'm so happy that that is coming out because as a woman, we experience that 
when we're young, so many times, look back at your own. You know, we dismiss it. We roll with it. We're like, oh, well, you know, because we don't know what to do. You know, they can spout out all the statistics they want, but really, women being abused by rape, by sexual predators, by abuse, you have to be nice to me or, you know, I'll make your life, you know, trouble. I'll make trouble for you on the work front. It happens all the time. And do we speak up about it? Not that often. Because it's to our detriment rather than our advantage. The consequences have been not good for the person who used her voice. We know this. We've all lived it. All this was coming up, and I was talking with a friend, and I'm like, you know, I'm so happy this is coming out, and I'm so happy that, you know, women who have a lot of influence are talking about their situations and what happened because there's a lot of women who don't have that kind of platform who have shut up about it. I know this because I'm one of them, and then I have a lot of clients, which is why I'm good at this part. I'm good at helping clients with these traumas and abuses because I lived it. I remember when I lived in Lethbridge and I got to be part of the very first private liquor store that opened and it was in this, it was like a boutique liquor store. It was so fun, seriously fun. It was when Alberta just privatized and I got a job with this hotel, and the owner was from Calgary, owner and his wife, and he wanted to put in this private boutique liquor store. I wasn't quite what he had in mind. He wanted someone more wine knowledgeable and a little more (laughs) higher end, but I was good at what I do, and I was able to, like, handle all the business aspects of it, And, I mean, he wasn't disappointed for sure. And it was such a cool experience. And in the process of putting it all together, we implemented a point-of-sale system. And his computer guy, who was out of Calgary, don't worry, I won't mention names. I'd love to, but I'm going to be, I mean, again, am I not using my voice properly? Probably. But... It's not going to do me any benefit. I will share my story. The computer guy decided that I wasn't thankful enough or appreciative enough of his skills and what he contributed. Quite frankly, I was too busy doing my job to give him the proper accolades he felt he needed. Arrogant? Yes. He tried to flirt with me, and he, it didn't work because, you know, I'm a cowgirl. I like cowboys. Sorry, stuffy office people. You just don't do it for me. And I wasn't impressed with him. I was busy trying to juggle and do something I'd never done before. Well, he didn't take it well. His ego got quite offended by me, and actually he said to me, if you don't be nice to me, 
I will make it look like you're stealing over this computer program because I have access to everything and I will ruin your career. Not even kidding. We actually got into a fight and my boss made me, I won't say made me because I did it, he wanted me to apologize. Now, I had a good relationship with my boss, but at the same time, this is all brand new, right? He made me, I see, I go there again because that's how I felt. I was young, he made me apologize. And so, of course, I did the, I'm sorry that you feel offended. I did not say I'm sorry for what I did to you because, really, he was being a jerk. He did not like that I wasn't worshiping at his altar. And if you know me, I'm spicy. I don't deal well with patriarchal BS. I fight it. I use my voice. I've gained a lot of enemies that way, I've actually, male and female. I've actually suffered consequences that sucked. But I can't not not voice these things. Um, so I did the, oh, I'm sorry that you were offended. I don't get you hear my snarkiness about it. It was true. I'm like, you know what? I am not going to compromise my integrity because if I do, I know he's going to make it worse. I know that. He was being a bully, using his position of power to intimidate me, and it did not work, and he didn't like it. So I did the, you know, I'm sorry that you, you know, felt offended, but you have to realize that and you did this, this, and this, and that wasn't acceptable. We um, came to a compromise. We worked together for the rest of the time. He didn't try any of that BS on me ever again, and he was way more professional. So yay me. But why, as women, do we even have to be in that position? Why do we have to work twice as hard? Why do we have to evaluate everything? Why do we have to decide if our voices need to be heard or not? Because it's the way of our world. I love that this is all getting disrupted and changing. Love, love, love. Because when abuse and rape happens to us, not only do we have to deal the trauma of what happened, we have to deal with all the feelings of insecurity. Did I ask for it? Did I bring it on? Because that's how we're made to feel if we raise our voice. Now, all these things, you know, every time there is a big deal about a woman going through this, well, what was she wearing? Like, are you kidding me? No means no. It's, it's so disturbing. And, you know, I actually have a business because of it, and I would be quite happy if this was not our culture anymore and I didn't work with people on that issue. It's heartbreaking. But what I do offer is they do tell me their stories, and I'm without judgment, and I know how it feels, and so I can help them release all the energies that are associated with it. Because it's so complicated, 
and so horrible. Your life is never the same, even though there's more women that have it happen than don't have it happen. We are still made to feel ostracized and more alone and, well, you misunderstood. Seriously. Seriously. When I was young, 14, 15, family member, cousin of my dad's, was very inappropriate. And someone, I was sleeping in a room with his daughter. We had been at a wedding. We had all partied, and we ended up at their house. And someone pulled him out of the bed with me. Like, I still, I didn't know what to do in that situation. And sadly, he called me by not my name, but another family member's name. And I was horrified, and I wanted to scream, and I wanted to yell, but I didn't want to disturb his daughter who was sleeping in the same room. I had more respect and concern for that little girl than I did for myself. And plus I knew that there was no way he could go too far because remember when there was cargo pants way back in the 80s and they were so snug on the waist that you had to wiggle to pull them up and wiggle? Yeah, I was wearing those. I was like, no worries. There's no way that he could go too far because it's just not even physically possible. But I, re- I, I can recall every detail. I can recall what was in that room. I can recall everything about it. Tell anybody. To be fair, I had a family member there who did know, and he didn't do anything about it. And I had to make peace with that. He did not have my back, and it's somebody that should have. And then, you know, this person would visit our house after, and I had to deal with it. I had to cook him supper. I had to hostess, and I feel I could say a word. Terrible, right? I was 14 or 15. Terrible. But that was our culture. That was the way that it was. I didn't tell my mom until I was 19, and she was horrified. But at the same time, she didn't know what to do with it either. And I knew. I knew that if I told at the time, no one would believe me because it's easier. It's easier. It's... I would be the one that would suffer the consequences, not him. That's the world we live in, and that's what we're going to change. But we are still a long ways from that. I do feel that what's going on in Hollywood is going to make great strides for women to be able to use their voice about these situations. because it's just wrong on all levels. Now, back to using our voice. So I am involved in a group 
I'm an observer in the group because I'm being educated and I, I don't have all the pieces or the energies figured out of it yet. But there was a, a fight in the group on the weekend. I wasn't online. I was actually, oh, I did the most beautiful wedding at this fancy club, country club in Edmonton. And I had to bring my A game. I was dressed pretty nicely. It was beautiful. They were such a fun couple and everybody involved. It was so awesome. I'm so blessed that I get to do this. But then I went to a yoga conference to see a speaker that I wanted to see, Danielle Laporte, and I was completely overdressed (laughs) by a thousand percent because everybody else was with their yoga mats and their yoga pants and their comfy outfits. I did take off my high heel boots and put on flat boots, but still. Yeah, I wasn't wearing jeans and cowboy boots, so I was dressed, you know, professional, but definitely overdressed for that event. And I have to laugh because this is my world. You know, sometimes I'm overdressed or I can go in one day from, you know, yoga pants to jeans to a fancy dress to, you know, dirty baggy sweats for when I'm working with the cows and get fertilized like it's so fun I like the contrast and the changes anyway so while I was at this beautiful bliss it it was the bloom conference the bloom conference yes and there was um, stuff going on part of and I didn't see it but I do love all the things I get to learn from it about using my voice. And so I was called out, not personally, but as part of a group for not stepping in and not using my voice. I'm like, okay, I, I, I like your perspective. I understand where it's coming from. I mean, it wouldn't have changed anything because I wasn't available. But at the same time, I understand where the people that were feeling victimized, and they weren't just feeling, they were, I understand why they were lashing out. At the same time, there's a bit of energy of, you know, some people just like to create drama. And I haven't had time to go through everything to see how it all went down, but I do feel that some of that was happening. And so my question to myself was, How do I discern when it's a girl fight? Because let's face it, ladies, we know how to do this. And when it's time, when it's a social justice, like an activism situation where um, I need to use my voice to support those that are being victimized. That's what I'm working on trying to figure out. I tend to be the observer until I'm needed or called in or asked. Simply because of my past experiences, I have stepped in and suffered consequences that I didn't like. And so this is something I'm working through, working on, and you have to know yourself. Now, if this situation was a patriarchal abuse situation, I would have been in there because it's something I know about, it's something I'm confident in helping people with, 
But the situation that happened, I don't have personal experience with, which is why I joined this group, because I do live a sheltered existence. (laughs) You know, my crowds are cows. Yeah. It's not terrible. They're not mean to – well, they are. They are mean to each other, but they get over it, right? And so I'm – Getting to process a lot of this of when to use your voice and when not to. And I don't know a full answer for sure. I do know myself, though. I do know my boundaries. I do know that um, sometimes making comments and trying to be supportive are taken the wrong way when someone is in that energy of feeling attacked. And I feel it creates more of a problem than it does solving a problem. hope that makes sense. So you have to know, right? You have to kind of intuitively, not even kind of, intuitively feel out the situation, look at possibilities, and decide if you're okay with that. Lots of times, absolutely we are. And then sometimes, no. And it could be because we just don't have the time and energy to devote to that particular situation. And if I can't bring my A game to help you, I'm going to keep back until I can. That's knowing your own boundaries. Boundaries came up a lot when I was at this conference, which absolutely been talking about boundaries for 10 years. And also the opposite, right? The opposite part of boundaries. Expecting someone else's, you know? And understanding that even though they may be Reaching out, you also have to respect if it's appropriate for you to reach out back. I know I I, I have this happen often. I will say something, meaning one thing, and the person receiving that, through their own perception and filters, takes it the wrong way, and I end up in more of a mess than I anticipated. Because we all have our stuff. We all have our filters. We all have our perceptions. And we have to know what those are and how our world goes with it. What do we want to get on our soapbox about? What do we not? You can't be an activist for everything. It's too much. It's too depleting. But you can pick one or two. And we're all learning. We're in a new paradigm. I love the oracle card that came up for today. 
so amazing. I had no internet this morning either, and I was like, "Is the radio show happening?" I'd already, you know, had a replay uploaded and posted, ready to go, and I got my internet back 11 minutes before the show was to start. So I was scrambling, <laughs> but I did it. Here, here we are, right? So. The oracle card today for my Facebook page was the Lady of Lightning. Surprises, sometimes shock, total paradigm shift. That's what's happening. All the people that are shocked by what's happening in the entertainment world, this is an opportunity for them to look at their own lives. It's an opportunity for them to look at their, the people they deal with. And to shut this stuff down. In all forms. We are all equal. It shouldn't matter gender. It shouldn't matter skin color. It shouldn't matter orientation, partner preference. None of that. But we're not there, are we? I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. So the Lady of Lightning, the Oracle card, brings powerful forces of change into your life. She tells you to expect a sudden shift in your circumstances. Perhaps a situation you weren't anticipating arises and offers you the opportunity of a lifetime or a series of aha moments. And this can culminate in a pivotal, pivotal flash of insight, causing everything to change just like that. How awesome is that? We are being given an opportunity to look at our world. To help our daughters, our sisters, talk about what happens to them so they know they're not alone. We need to come up with some strategies to handle these situations. I was reading an article yesterday of all the Hollywood stars who turned down, who got to walk away with consequences from the advances of that guy. What about all the ones that couldn't? All the ones that felt they couldn't. We can, you know, get on our little soapbox about integrity, and I would never. You don't know that, though. I learned at a young age of false promises because my father is a big talker. He made me lots of promises. Didn't follow through on any of them. I remember being so disappointed and disillusioned, and then I was mad. And I decided, no, that I'm not going to buy into the false promises, and I'm not going to let any male disappoint me like that again. I'm going to be strong, I'm going to be independent, and I'll make it happen. I don't need to rely on a man to make things happen. I was pretty young when I came up with that. Luckily, you know, being as intuitive and connected as I am, I had help, (laughs) right? It didn't mean terrible things didn't happen to me. But, you know, now that I'm 50, 
and I can look back, I can see the reasons why. Yes, they sucked. Yes, they were terrible, but I survived, and I survived with my sparkle intact. I survived, and I'm happy. And I'm at peace with my life. That's what I bring to the table for clients. I can show them what that energy feels like. Show them, have them feel it, whatever it takes, right? We don't have to let the darkness of this world derail us or bring us down. We all make choices that at the time make sense, and we have to make peace with them and release all our guilt, anger, and resentments because it's just going to cause us health problems. I'm still working through the shadow course with Caroline Mace. Wow, loving it. It's deep, it's disturbing, but I like it. It's really showing me boundaries. Where I want to use my voice and where I say no. Nope. You have to deal with that on your own. I'm dibsing out because I have my own stuff to deal with. Right? I've always been someone to, you know, pre-screen clients. Oh, I should share that story. So the reason I pre-screen clients so closely now and I follow my intuition, because I've had most, you know, I'm going to say two in particular, oh, more than two, four, four clients that were of the male gender who were coming to see me with ulterior motives and hoped to convince me to use my powers to benefit them. Manipulation, coercion. And they were quite unhappy when I wouldn't. Let me tell you about this 65-year-old gentleman soaked in obsession for men who said completely inappropriate sexual things to me during a session. I looked at him and I said, if we weren't in this situation where I am being a professional, I would have already punched you and you would be crying. And I said, you will not be doing that again. And if you think that is appropriate behavior... You are sadly mistaken, and you need to go examine your life choices and how you are in this world and decide if you have any integrity whatsoever, because right now I'm saying no. He got a very stern but calm lecture, and then I sent him on his way, and I was done. After that, I pre-screened a lot, and if I got any sort of intuition that it was going to be not a healthy session, I said no. Upset some people that referred people to me that I said no, but I had to honor myself. I was not going to be in that position again. Seriously? Yeah, I was so mad. Held it together, sent him on his way, and then I had a little hissy fit, <laughs> vent out all my anger. And really, I should have just done it then, right? But that's what he wanted. He was doing it for the shock value. He was doing it to, because he didn't like what I said to him. Again, 
wanting me to use my powers to manipulate somebody else? Yeah, no. Yeah. It was a good learning lesson for me, right, that even though um, what I'm doing is of service, I am no one's servant. Yeah. And I wasn't going to make sure that my husband was home every time I saw a client after that. And so I just made some changes, and I just changed, you know, my what you need to have going on in order to be able to come and see me. Because this is my business. This is my environment, my choices, my boundaries. And I'm fully aware that we don't all have the freedom to do that. That makes me sad. And some of it is um, our perceptions and beliefs, and that is what I help people with. Because if we can find that freedom, we will for sure be happier. But circumstances aren't always aligned that way. I sure hope this disrupts everything so harshly that massive changes occur. We're going to hear so much more about all of this, so much more. And as women, I think we're going to be able to use our voices more, speak out more about these things when they happen, and not be made to feel like it was our fault. We have a long way to go, I realize this. But I also realize that there's a lot of us. And if we can form a cohesive group and make it happen, that will be good. I'm not giving up hope. Because without hope, what is there? I have a a beautiful coffee mug that I um, had bought, hoping to give it as a gift, but I needed three of them, and that didn't work. But it says, hope anchors the soul. And I believe that. And I don't want to ever give up hope, because then what do we have left, right? So, I haven't, well, because I had no internet, I haven't had time today to go and get um, caught up on all the craziness and the headlines, but I'm hoping that I read that there's going to be big consequences, and I hope that it becomes a precedent that there's big consequences for abusive behavior in all forms. Violence against women has to stop. Just has to stop. It's just too much. All right. So, my crazy day today. I have to say that I didn't, I called into my internet provider, and I still didn't get, oh, I got a call back while I'm on the show, so over two hours later. Now, coincidence or conspiracy, I posted on Twitter that there may not be a radio show because it's been over 90 minutes waiting for my internet provider, and I tagged them. 
And within 20 minutes, I had internet again. Dun, dun, dun. I do um, want to call in and find out their protocols and what I can do if my internet goes out, especially on a Wednesday radio show day. Come on, people. I don't know, is this like a, a hint? Because <laughs> uh, for the last three Wednesdays, with internet has been a challenge. They were supposed to come three Wednesdays ago, and I canceled the radio show. They didn't show up. They came last Wednesday. I almost had to cancel the show because they were going to come at that time. Then they phoned back and said they'd come later, even though I had requested they come later. I'm like, okay, is this a sign not to do the radio show? No. I choose not to look at it that way. I do have some power of choices, right? Okay. So let's do our chakra cleanse so that we whew, can face this crazy week. Seems, I don't know, seems like we need to stay very grounded, very centered. If people are calling you out on stuff and you don't agree, I feel it's time to, if you can, take a step back and analyze why before you engage. People are lashing out because they're feeling feisty, um, feeling like they are not being heard. I mean, the opposite of using your voice is using your voice and not being heard, right? And sometimes it happens and it's a way for us to reevaluate. And sometimes it happens because we need to be louder. But only we know that. And it's a case-by-case, situation-by-situation circumstance, right? You know, looking back, do I regret not speaking out about some of the things that happened to me? No. Because I wouldn't have been heard. And I know this because I've seen it happen to other people. And not being heard or believed can sometimes be worse than the actual situation. So if these things are happening to you, you know, you don't have to be vocal in a huge way. You can have a trusted friend, find a therapist. I know here in Alberta, about Alberta Mental Health, you get free services. Find someone you can talk to because you don't want to let it eat you up or destroy you. And we're going to make it better. As a collective group in our world, we have to make this better. It's just, it's not acceptable the way it is. All right. So here we go with our chakra cleanse. Sit back in your chair. Uncross your legs. Close your eyes. Now begin breathing very deeply, taking full deep breaths. And with every breath, when you exhale, you're going to become more deeply relaxed. 
Deeply breathing. Concentrate on the top of your head. You're going to begin to feel this nice, warm relaxation. It could be tingly, and it's going to move from the top of your head down over your forehead, your eyelids, your jaw. Deeply relaxing as you concentrate on the sound of my voice. Pay no attention to any sound except for the sound of my voice. For these sounds are everyday sounds of life and cannot distract or disturb you, but will tend to relax and allow you to go even deeper and deeper to this relaxation. This beautiful feeling of relaxation is in your shoulders, down your back, and through your chest area. Deeply relaxing. breathing becomes very deep, gentle, and rhythmic. And that drowsy, sleepy, daydreaming feeling of relaxation takes over. Drifting down deeper and deeper, and your arms, your hand, and your fingers are relaxing feeling a pleasant, tingling feeling through your whole body and your fingers as this relaxation grows deeper and deeper. Feel your stomach muscles relaxing, deeply, deeply relaxing. And the heavy, warm feeling of relaxation moves into your hips and into your legs. You are now feeling this warm, heavy feeling moving downward into your knees, feeling the weight of your legs pushing down, heavier and heavier, and feeling your legs relaxing deeply Deeply relaxing. And this heavy relaxation moves into your ankles and your feet and then into your toes. As you feel your body relaxing even more and more and letting go. Deeper and deeper. As I count from five down to zero, 
Each count will represent deep relaxation. And you will feel your body relaxing even more and being able to let go deeper and deeper. And when I reach zero, you are going to be deeply, deeply relaxed. Five. Letting go. Four. Three. Two. One. Zero. Deeply relaxed. Deeply, deeply relaxed. Now, let's visualize or imagine deep, thick roots growing from the bottom of your feet deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with the Earth. Now imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up into the bottoms of your feet. There's going to be a ball of energy into each. Traveling up your leg. You may feel a warm tingling sensation. Up your legs, higher into your thighs. And then the balls of white light join together at your root chakra. Let's clean this root chakra until it's nice and shiny and you feel grounded and able to face the day. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Nice. All right. Now that's all clean and shiny and nice and stable. Let's move up to our sacral chakra located midway between your navel and your base of your spine. This is an orange ball of light. Let's spin this. Until it's nice and clean. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Okay, let's clean that a little more. Excellent. Great. Okay, now that's nice and clean. Let's move up to our solar plexus chakra. This one is probably a little more active right now. self-esteem, our power. So this is a yellow ball. Let's spin this or clean this, whichever feels great to you, until it's nice and shiny and bright. Let's go cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. 
cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. This one felt like had a lot of stuff going on. We feel powerless sometimes, and that makes this one out of balance. Let's give it a little more cleaning. We are powerful. And we get to choose when and where. All right, now that one's clean. Let's move up to our heart chakra. It's green. Let's clean that until it's shiny. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Excellent. Let's give our heart chakra a little more cleaning. throat chakra. This one's blue. We're spinning that ball of light energy until it's shiny, bright blue. Spinning, spinning. Spinning, spinning, cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Nice. A little more. Remember, using your voice is a choice you get to make. There's no right or wrong, because you have to be prepared and understand consequences. And you can support those that are using their voice. Excellent. Okay, now that one's nice and clean. Let's move up to our third eye chakra, located in the center of our forehead. Spinning, spinning, until it's shiny, clean, and sparkly. Excellent. Nice. This one's doing really well, because we're, we're stepping in and we're tuning into our intuition. 
because we need to know the answers, don't we? We need to feel what we're feeling. Trust ourselves. We can do this, ladies. Nice. Spinning, spinning. <sighs> cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. All right. Now that one's nice and clean. Let's move up to our crown chakra. Pale violet. We're going to clean it and spin it until it's shiny and bright and sparkly. Let's do this. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Oh, sweet. All right. Okay. Now let's visualize or imagine that ball of light over the top of our head, and it moves down, down through your forehead, down through your throat, down through your chest, down through your tummy, to your pelvis. Splits in two, down through your legs, down past your knees, through your shins, deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth, deep into Mother Earth. Nice. Ground yourself deeply, deeply. Stay connected. Stay balanced. Now I want you to bring yourself back to the room. Open your eyes. Say your name out loud. Feeling balanced. Feeling ready to deal with what this week brings us. All right. How are you feeling? Nice breath in and out. All right. Well, thank you, as always, for listening. I'm hoping next week we have fun things to talk about, that our world has gone in a different direction. Interesting times we live in. See how this goes. Thanks again for listening, and bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com.